0: Radioinfluence.com.
1: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Dark to Light podcast with
0: Frankie Val on the drums and beans.
1: Buried in legal beans. Um, Huge week. I mean, I can't even quantify. The week before Christmas, it ever being so news heavy before. I don't remember a time. Maybe 2020 is the last time, actually.
0: Yeah, Yeah, 2020 was a pretty interesting Christmas. Yeah. And so was 2016, actually.
1: Yes. Yes, I agree. I agree. So we had a bunch of stuff happen. Three major election-related things have happened in the past two days since the last time we were on here, Frank. One, okay. the Carrie Lake trial the Carry Lake case survived the motion to dismiss and is going to trial. Massive. Two, the Hamade case survived motion to dismiss and is going to trial. Abe Hamade, the attorney general candidate. Yeah. His is going to trial on four counts. Hers is going on two. Um, the judge dismissed the rest in the Carrie Lake case and we'll get into what all of those are. And Wendy just reminded me there was a massive uh, appeal granted in Georgia yesterday from 2020. Georgia Supreme oh. Court sends 2020 Fulton County election lawsuit back to the appeals court to reconsider. Um, this, this was a lawsuit about Illegal votes included in a in a group of about 120,000 votes that had to be sequestered and held aside outside of the Records Act, so they're still in existence. Everything's still there. They did They they weren't able to destroy them because this court case was ongoing. Mm-hmm. And of course, as we know, election lawsuits. It's always oh, standing, standing, standing. You know, you don't have standing. You don't have this. You don't have that. Um. But this, this lawsuit, there was a decision just last week that made it so that this plaintiff now has standing. So it, it's, it's, going, it's going back through the motions again. The, the Supreme Court sent it back down to the appellate court. And the only reason why the appellate court dismissed it was because of the standing claim. And now they're gonna have to take it up again. And if that's not there, they really don't have any reason. If she has standing to sue, her case is good and they're gonna have to go through and hear it.
0: Well, that's something I I, I want to know about. I want about know about what exactly is going to trial, though. So I want to know what is um, across the board as we talk about everything today, because I know that a lot of things have been dismissed. Some things are going through, and I want to know uh, what the strongest cases were, the more impactful cases were, and whether or not uh, that's what we're left with.
1: Meaning, out of the ones like in Arizona, or in total?
0: Well, like. Arizona, in particular, uh-huh. I know some people, and I, I have not gotten the details. So I was excited to see that we were going to do this today. Some people said that out of the two that are going to trial in Arizona for Carrie Lake, um, there were more um, impactful and consequential ca- uh, cases that were dismissed. And I want to know. I want to know what, what how this all shakes out.
1: I don't know that that's necessarily true, um, okay? Because there's only been four or five. Yeah, there was, um, yeah, there's only, there's Barnett. His was dismissed. There was Hamade. His was, I have to do that right. His was dismissed first time around, but he brought it again and it's going to trial. There was Lake and there was Fincham. At, if anybody who was watching knew that I said Fincham was a long shot, like it, it wasn't the strongest, I'm not surprised that it was dismissed. The judge was very patient with them in the hearing for the Fincham case, very patient and um, asked a bunch of questions and they just couldn't answer them the right way. Mm. They, they just couldn't, like they didn't, unfortunately it didn't show good. Like they, he didn't do a good job in my opinion. And okay. the judge was saying like he ended, you never want your attorney to end their argument by saying, hey, um, if, if, I under, if you want to charge me for, with sanctions, that's fine. Um, I'm almost retired and that takes a bunch of years to go through anyway. That's not, that's not what you want. It's not what you want your attorney saying at the end of your (laughs) pleading. Just not. But anyway, and then there's Lake. So, um, so the Lake case, let's just talk about that. Their complaint alleged a whole bunch of different, oops, there we are. A whole bunch of different things. Um, It was uh, violation of freedom of speech. That was one of them. Because Katie Hobbs was censoring people on social media by sending tips to Twitter and wherever else to take posts down. That was thrown in there. There was um, illegal tabulator configurations. Meaning that they weren't certified and they have vulnerabilities that render them susceptible to hacking. This one I believe is, is, on the, is on the, this was approved. This one's going through. Um, they have to show that the BOD printer malfunctions were intentional and directed to affect the results of the election and that such actions actually did affect the results of the election. So they have to prove that somebody messed with these printers on purpose and that because they did, it affected the outcome.
0: That's going to be, is that going to be rough or do they have something up their sleeve?
1: I don't know. They could, but that's going to be tough to prove, especially given, I mean, granted, they've kind of been doing discovery this whole time, right? So they've had since November to try and figure out what the hell happened, who did what. That's how they have the run back um, whistleblower that came forward, the people that worked at the, at the election centers and all that. So they have a bulk of, quote, discovery, but there's no discovery, period. This, this, this case is running through. A couple of things to address. A lot of people were complaining, Frank, like, oh, th- why are they doing this so fast? This shouldn't be happening, but it has to. It has to happen this way. Lake's attorneys had input into the scheduling of this. They agreed on, um, they wanted a little more time, but they wanted more time because they thought they had six counts that they were gonna have to potentially argue. They only have two. It's two days, so it's six hours each side. And the defendants are three, but their time is all combined into one. So they get one joint defense.
0: So let's say let's say that they they're able to prove intent and they are able to do a you know a few other things successfully. And Carrie Lakeside really knocks it out of the park over there at, at, in court, and uh, and things go her way. What's the what's the fallout from that? Are they going to redo the election in Maricopa County? Are they going to redo the election in the entire state? Or, or what 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 could be the end result of this effort?
1: A couple different things. Number one she could be governor at the end of it if they do the. Pro- they, can, they,
0: they can just give it to her
1: yeah because if they do the proportional ballot removal process however they'll do it proportionally between people she would win okay she they what does co- that mean
0: proportional ballot? like removal they decide
1: process. they they take a look at how many ballots are in question they put a formula on the difference between you know who like the they, they they use some formula to decide how many ballots come away from each candidate. Okay. And at the end of that process, she ends up winning. It sounds weird, but that's how yeah. it, it works. Yeah. Or he does a new election, or he removes those section of votes that are in question, and then. Whoever they went to, you know, they they remove it from whoever. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just wipe them from the count altogether. There's a bunch of different remedies she's asking for. It's really up to the judge of which one he chooses to well, implement. But I, any I, one the, of them. I,
0: the most, the most. Uh, I think the most, what's McCall, what should I say? Uh, the most nerve-wracking would be a redo. Because how are they going to conduct... How it would it be only paper ballots? What, what Especially since you're talking about tabulation methods and those who are working on things from November. Uh, you, if since that was the problem, since we we're talking about intent, since you're talking about equipment and all that stuff, what would a redo be? They would have to do a completely. Di- they have to would have to adopt in a completely different system that would be separate from that that caused so many problems. No.
1: I mean, it's a a hot mess, Frank. It really would be a hot mess. Like, how how do they even, what do they have an interim governor? Does the governor Ducey stay in place as this is all being worked out? Like, how does it, how does it work? Um, I know. The other thing that they're arguing, which is the greatest amount of votes, I believe, is the chain of custody issues, which are, massive. Now this is the one I think they're going to be able to prove. This one right here. Defendants um hold on. The addition of his concert. Hold on, where is it? I'm looking for the the answer that I'm looking for, but it's I wanted to go through the whole thing. Um 2 and 4 are the ones that they're hearing. Where's 4? Where are we? Come on. Sorry, Frank. Bear with me a second. It's okay. Ballot chain of custody. Plaintiff claims the violations of the county election manual pertaining to chain of custody constitute misconduct. Specifically, plaintiff argues that the ability of employees of the county's ballot contractor to add ballots of family members and the lack of an inbound receipt of delivery form both constitute misconduct. This is in addition to complaints about the handling of ballots in the 2020 election. The allegations concerning 2020 have no bearing on this contest and the court doesn't consider them. Plaintiff alleges that the ballots of some number were added by Runbeck employees to the total in violation of the law. Further, plaintiffs allege that the lack of receipt of delivery forms were violations of state law that permitted an indeterminate number of votes to be added to the official results constituting misconduct. The court, drawing inferences in the light most favorable to plaintiff as it must do at this stage, finds plaintiff has stated a claim of misconduct by a person under control of Maricopa County that affected the canvas. Latches don't apply, which means he filed too late. That's one of the arguments that they were making. Defendants dispute the lack of compliance with the chain of custody laws and claim plaintiff has misunderstood which forms are required. So um, as presented, whether the county complied with its own manual and applicable statutes is a dispute of fact rather than one of law. This is true as to whether such lack of compliance was both intentional and did in fact result in a changed outcome. So they have to they have to argue that they intentionally failed to follow chain of custody, custody rules and that it changed the outcome of the election. That's what they have to prove today.
0: Right. And all this is going to be live on video or you have, you're have you just getting an audio stream again? No, it's video. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. I mean, how can you, if you don't have a way that you believe that you can make this clear, then why would you even try in the first place? And it must be, uh, something has to be, what has to be presented to the court? All of your evidence? Has to be presented to the court to be able to make this particular charge go, uh, uh, or this particular claim go through.
1: You have to produce enough evidence to the court that beyond a, sh- you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, in his mind, because he's going to be the one ruling. It's... So, uh,
0: and and based on what he's seen, the judge has seen so far, or she, uh, they think that this is definitely legitimate enough to to parse through.
1: In these cases, it's incumbent upon the judge to act as though at this stage, it's to act as though what the plaintiffs are saying is true, okay? They have to give deference to the plaintiff. So they have to act as though the allegations plaintiff made are true. So a motion to dismiss is really a procedural scam at most times to get around legal legal, you know, legal things like standing, or you know, uh, you filed too late, or you filed too early, or it's it's there's a failure to state a claim here because of whatever reason. It doesn't have to do necessarily with the the facts of the case. Like any time a plaintiff brings a case in front of a judge, specifically also here, they have to say what the plaintiff's saying is true. Now, can it go to trial because of it passes all these other tests? Okay. So he hasn't really. Has he measured the weight of the evidence? Probably, because they included quite a bit of it with their filings. But he's not using that to make his decision. So does that? I'm sorry for the long winded answer.
0: No, no. I, I mean, I, I don't know this process, so I, I'm curious generally. Um, but those those are for two uh, two claims that are going through. Could you quickly nutshell? You don't have to go through go into this too much. Quickly nutshell the four that have been dismissed.
1: Uh, the signature matching.
0: Which that that's pretty significant, no?
1: It is, but it is, it is. He had his reasons. Everybody's freaking out about that, Frank. Like everybody's like, oh my God, they're not hearing the signature matching. When an attorney brings a complaint like this, they put the kitchen sink in it, for the most part, to try. If especially in a case like this, to try and get something tangible to stick. They have hopes and prayers and dreams about what things those will be. But it was ultimately at the end of the day a given that this was going to happen. Some would be kicked out. Do I wish the signature matching was included? Yes, it was It was a big part of this case. However, if they win, then I can guarantee you that signature matching is going to be a very big priority for them in their administration. <laughs> so it's like, eh, he threw out the signature matching. He threw out the freedom of speech. Um, he threw out the invalid signatures would have been great. Um, but again, he threw out signature matching, uh, freedom of speech, Um, Equal protection and due process. Intentional discrimination, due process violations, stuff like that. So, and secrecy clause. They argued that the mail-in ballot procedure is not constitutional because incorrect certification, inadequate remedy. (laughs) There's a whole bunch that he threw out. Constitutional rights, all kinds of different things. So two of the 10 went through. The problem oh, is- 10. It was I thought ten. it was six. It was 10. Okay. So two of the 10 went through. So so listen, there's people that are very upset that these were all dismissed. There's people that are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we're actually going to trial on something for once. Um, we don't usually see that. It's very exciting. Now it's going to be up to his her lawyer to prove this case. And let's hope he can do it. He let's an, see. another thing, real quick that, that blew threw everybody for a loop yesterday. He filed. Well, there was the Katie Hobbs subpoena thing that everybody was freaking out about. Before they knew which counts would be accepted, if any, they they subpoenaed Katie Hobbs to testify. There was an argument on whether or not she was testifying in her personal capacity as in her capacity as secretary of state. There was back and forth. She filed motions to quash the subpoena. The judge actually ruled against her and said, no, you're going to have to testify like you can't. It, Stephen Richer, who is the recorder in Maricopa County, did the same thing. He's also going to have to testify. So the judge mm. like forced those two to testify. But then yesterday, Carrie Lake withdrew that subpoena and said, we don't need you anymore, uh, Katie Hobbs. And everybody's like, why not? I wanted to see Katie Hobbs on the stand, blah, blah, blah. This is not a, you know, reality TV show where they're going to make an example out of people on the stand. This is like, he only has six hours to plead a case and he needs to bring the witnesses that will be beneficial to that case. So. Understood. There's that. Um, And then he filed a, a 807 notice, which is basically a notice of hearsay testimony. So he filed a notice saying, we intend to bring hearsay evidence into this case and here's how we're gonna do it or want to do it. Um, and everyone's like, oh, why do they only, they only have hearsay? They only have hearsay? Calm down. That's not, that's it's so much more than that. It's not It's not what you're thinking. Two of the pieces of evidence they're gonna bring in is testimony in the form of declarations from witnesses concerning what they observed during the election. And then the witness that's going to bring those in created charts and stuff based off of those declarations. But if they wanted that in without using hearsay, they would have to bring in every single declaration witness to testify on the stand to what they wrote in their declaration and then bring up Mark to testify to his charts. And they don't have the time. They have six hours. They don't have the time to do that. So instead they're admitting hearsay evidence through Mark who did the investigation of the charts. Number one. Number two, Heather Honey is a, um, introducing a voice message from an employee of Maricopa County's election department. Miss Honey, Heather Honey, got the voicemail on her phone in response to follow-up calls she was making regarding a Freedom of Information Act request she f- filed. For some reason, this voicemail is important she is admitting it as the person who received it but the person who left the voicemail betty is not going to testify so it's hearsay does that make sense to everybody
0: yeah i guess
1: it's important betty Betty is not going to be around it's very important though it really is so everyone was freaking out why don't they have solid evidence that's not what this is that's not what this is i'm sure they have plenty of solid evidence so
0: I wonder what Betty's having for, for breakfast this morning
1: I'm not sure Maybe a dose of uh, the Dark to Light podcast
0: I wonder if it's something Oatmeal I think that Betty probably has something like oatmeal in the morning Especially during the, uh, the winter time
1: um, I like I like um, cream of rice Have you ever had that before? No You have cream of wheat before?
0: I love cream of wheat
1: So it's the same thing It tastes the exact same but it's gluten free
0: oh okay because it's cream of rice gotcha gotcha yeah oatmeal oatmeal banana and uh oatmeal banana and peanut butter that that will that will do you well for hours
1: i could never um i could never ever get into oatmeal i just well couldn't i don't know why um Somebody in the, in the chat is saying, how is that guy going to testify he's in Panama? I don't know whether or not that's true or false, but they have this really cool thing in the courts now, like they, they, they bring in anybody and everyone without having to worry about all the travel costs because they bring them in through Zoom or through Teams. So they don't have to be there to be able to testify. It used to be you had to grab your witness wherever they were, even if they were across the world and get them to the courtroom on time. It doesn't happen like that anymore since COVID, so. Hmm. Then... Hamade, Hamade, Hamade. I'm going to get the name right, I promise. Hamade. 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 Hamade's case went through with with four of five counts, I believe. Four of five. He's going to trial as well. I know less. Count one is against Maricopa County. Erroneous count of votes and election board misconduct wrongful disqualification of provisional and early ballots. And understand, my big question is, Frank, if Hamade wins on Hamade, Hamade, if he wins, if Abe wins on all these counts, it affects the rest of the vote totals too. So there's a trickle up? I'm trying to get an answer to that question. I know how to say it, Sharon. I just don't say it right. Hamade. Hamade. Anyway, um, does it trickle up to, to Lake? Does it trickle up to Fincham? Like, how does that work? I don't know. That's my question. I still don't have the answer to it. Count two, erroneous count of votes and election board misconduct, wrongful exclusion of provisional voters. Uh, count three, erroneous count of votes, inaccurate ballot duplications. Count four, illegal votes and erroneous count of votes and proper ballot adjudications. All of those are going through. Count five for unverified early ballots is dismissed. So four counts are going to court. Evidentiary hearing is Friday, December 23rd at 9 a.m.
0: Moving right along.
1: Off we go. I know this is a somewhat tedious show for you today, Frank, because it's a lot of law, but. Well, just listening. Super important. I don't know how I'm going to sit in this damn chair all day. I'm telling you. I'm going to be dying by the end of the day. I have, I bought a gaming chair. See, it's here somewhere.
0: <laughs> it's behind the veil.
1: It's behind the, the veil. Um, But it, it sticks up above my head. So it screws up my Christmas green screen. I can't sit well, on it.
0: As far as watching it all day, what can you do? What can you do? You can watch it in a, uh, in a uh, on an inversion table. You should watch it upside. <laughs> you should watch it upside down on an inversion table.
1: That would be fantastic. People would tune in just to see me with red in my face from hanging upside down. Um, yeah. I can't do that because I have a problem with my blood pressure regulating and stuff. So that would really throw me for a loop. Like,
0: well, you know, you, you don't even you don't need to be completely upside down uh, no? for it to be effective. It, it, between fifteen and thirty degrees is, is really more than enough to uh, to allow the back to slowly and gently release.
1: I I, I might you know what um, my office is above my chiropractor. Maybe I'll run down there before and see if he can crack me up a little bit before we. Can
0: see. My chiropractor went into, oh he, he's supposed to take a whole a year off. It looks like it's gonna be more than a year. He supposedly had a shoulder problem. He said, "I'm going into surgery. I have to suspend my practice for now." Didn't leave anybody uh, to, uh, you know, I don't. I, what I need is an osteopath. Mm-hmm. I want, I want the person that that cracks and adjusts every damn thing you got. Not just your the knees, spine. your
1: toes, your wrists, your elbows, your ears. Have you ever had your ears adjusted?
0: No. No, oh. but I, I, need my, I need my jaw released, too. And I, I, gotta, I got a few methods that I'm working on. I got to get, my, get myself some gloves. <laughs> got to go inside the jaw if you want to release that. Mm-hmm. Outside means nothing.
1: <laughs> okay. Before we move on to the next thing, Frank. Yeah. Fox News in Phoenix. I'm going to read this headline to you. You tell me what you think. Just in. A Maricopa County judge has dismissed most of Carrie Lake's election lawsuit.
0: Oh, well, I I don't know. Uh it's, it's just Fox News telling everybody to go home. Go home everybody. It's all over. You think that they're going to dive into everything that you just did right now? To talk about what's still on the table and, <laughs> and, and 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 where this all going? No, no, no. Most of it is just been dismissed. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. There was there's another pipe had burst. Another pipe burst. <laughs> We're, we're packing it in for the night.
1: I just couldn't believe that that was how they uh, covered it. I couldn't believe that was how they covered it. Um, we got two Twitter files drops in one day, basically. Well, two days, but. This Twitter files release, I think, is the most damning one yet. Part seven about the Hunter Biden laptop. And it's not about the Hunter Biden laptop, in my opinion. Like, yeah, the laptop was the focus of it. But we learned in this one that the FBI paid Twitter that we know of a little over $3 million for the work it was doing for them. That's game over in terms of the Missouri v. Biden lawsuit. Like, what do you think about that? Like they paid, the FBI had Twitter employees on their payroll to do their bidding.
0: Well, uh, I, again, we only know this because Twitter, as far as it being a safe haven, has has been ripped and wrestled away from from these people. So we we're only able to see the internal communications and really get to see where the money streams are, because everything, everything, whatever's been preserved is now accessible. To Elon Musk and whatever whatever uh, journal journal types he has assigned to the case, but remember, with people like um, Zach Voorhees at, over at Google and things like that, yeah. every every once in a while we would get people, individuals who left the con- uh, the company that would go to places like Project Veritas and show you the blacklist that they had for. Her for everything, for for anybody that was searching for what the hell actually really happened in Las Vegas. Um, We know that whatever that was going on at Twitter has been going on at Facebook uh, far, far longer. Um, And it's it's across the board. We only have a little bit of a glimpse into Twitter and need to extrapolate that out. And like you said before, even though the focus on that particular thread is Hunter Biden. What about Seth Rich? Oh, How we talked about. Mm-hmm. How was the name Seth Rich handled both across all of these platforms over those years and, and, and in uh, in accordance with what all of their partners in the intelligence community, the national security apparatus uh, was prescribing? I mean, this, it, it just, to stay focused, like you said, on, on this one, uh, this one sex deviance, drug abusers.
1: Well... International Influence
0: Peddler, (laughs) International Influence Peddler's laptop to be super focused on that actually takes away the worst picture.
1: No, I know. I mean, well, yes and no. I mean, look, the president of the United States was involved in pay for play with God knows how many nations all over the I mean, seven felonies. uh, Garrett Ziegler and Marco Polo said they found from Joe Biden alone inside of the lap, the laptop files. But. You know, people are focused on the wrong parts of this, in my opinion, like you just said. Kim.com has been on a bunch of the spaces that I've been doing over the past like week or so and listening to. And and he brought up Seth Rich the other day on a space where it was Sebastian Gorka and Tom Fitton and a bunch of other folks talking about this drop. And he said, you know, they've been doing this for years. He talked about how he knew that the Seth Rich... um, Seth Rich was, was the one who delivered the Podesta, e- or not the Podesta, the DNC emails to WikiLeaks. That one thing, should it have been allowed to propagate or properly investigated, would have taken down the entire Russiagate narrative immediately. There wouldn't have been any Spygate anymore. There wouldn't have been any Mueller special counsel. There would have been any Russia, Russia, Russia nonsense. So, and they, and uh, I mean, look, they're talking about how the, he goes through this whole big thing in this thread about how the media could have verified things. John Paul MacIsaac was slandered and, and attacked and all kinds of things. He's been suing, he's suing right now. There's all kinds of stuff going on. And the one thing that's concurrent through all of this is, is Elvis Chan, that name, Elvis Chan. You know that name because of Missouri versus Biden. He's the FBI agent that Facebook was like, yeah, here, this is what they said. Let's let's play the clip from Mark Zuckerberg on Joe Rogan. Kind of dump of, right. of the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us, some, some folks on our team. It was like, hey, um, just so you know, like you should be on high alert. There was the we we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of of. Um, uh, that's similar to that. The background here is the FBI, I think basically oh, came to playing us. Again. Uh, some some folks yeah. on our team. So, was like, hey. so, oh don't worry, you look, hey, hey, look, no biggie, but uh, we think there's gonna be Russian propaganda coming out again. And Twitter was telling them, We don't see that. We don't we don't really see it. And 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 Elvis Chan was like, Yes, you do. Yes, you see it. Of course you see it. Look, the Wall Street Journal says it's happening on your platform. And here's an article where, by the way, guys, don't worry, we're the ones who told the Wall Street Journal that, hey, there's there's Russian mal-influence going on on Twitter, you better write about it. And they did, with no background whatsoever. <laughs> and then they wandered it through to Twitter and said, you better say this. And Twitter was like, I'm a little bit worried they want us to write this stuff down. Everybody's like, Yoel Roth didn't want to give up everybody's um, document. Like The FBI was wanting them to provide personal information about people, their IP addresses, all kinds of other stuff. And Twitter wouldn't do it without a warrant or something. And everyone was saying, oh, look, he's not that bad of a guy. And I'm like, he's just trying to protect their asses from a lawsuit should the person whose information is being shared find out about it. If their terms of service prohibit that. It's not because he loves you. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. all of a sudden, your Roth has a conscience and a soul. Yeah, okay give me a break. No. No,
0: that that, that guy is over the top. That guy's over the top. It, it's, I've watched several of his uh public addresses and he is a he is from another planet altogether.
1: He It's bad. It's bad. So so there's that and then Elvis Chan, right? Elvis Chan is deposed in the Missouri v Biden lawsuit under oath, right? He says a whole bunch of stuff. Then the Twitter files come out. And then, that's two different threads. And then, where did it go? Long story short, the Missouri AG sent a letter to Twitter and said, we now, through releases that have been done and other information, have reason to believe that Twitter has um, failed to respond to our subpoena properly and that records may have been destroyed under the tenure of Jim Baker. So that would cause a very big problem for Jim Baker and Twitter should they not provide what they're asking for now because that's, you can't ignore a subpoena and you can't hold things back that you need to supply when asked for them on a legal subpoena. And if there's evidence that those things have come out other places, but you didn't get them in your pre-trial or your, um, expedited discovery that you were asking for, that's a very big problem for them. So I have no doubt that Elon Musk is probably just gonna hand over the Twitter files documents to the Missouri v. Biden attorneys and be like, here you go, have at it, have a field day. I think that that's coming, to be honest. So there's that.
0: And all that's going to reach, obviously, because we're, it's at the 21st day of uh, December right now. All of that's going to reach a conclusion in quarter one? Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. January, February, March. Um, they're they're doing depositions all through January. Um, it Definitely first quarter. They'll have a temporary injunction decision, without a doubt, in my mind. This case has not been one of those that lags. So that's good. Um. There was another twitter drop too and somebody in the chat reminded me i had this on my list to talk about today not only that but we found out yesterday that they were surveilling cash patel and one other staffer on the Hipsy during spygate by asking google to provide all their emails and all their phone numbers and all their payment methods and all kinds of other crap this just gets worse every damn day like You have the lead investigator of the HIPSI being spied on by the government he's investigating. Not good. Not good. No. This is... And the fact that it's all coming out is fantastic. Somebody was like, well, nothing ever happens. And I would argue, honestly, we've never had this much disclosure in such a short period of time. Do you you remember a time where we've had this much disclosure in such...
0: No, no. It, it's especially when it comes to to the, the, all these these Twitter files that are coming out in volume eights and nine. I mean, the, the, the volume eight was pretty incredible too. Um, just because, I mean, I I put the the side by side together, put some thoughts out yesterday on the show, and that was to think about what we've gotten in the last week of lo- alone, uh, especially in the, in the last maybe four to five days. You have confirmation. I mean, disclosure comes directly from the source that was collecting and hiding that situation. We're not getting that. We are getting confirmation, though. Um, we're getting confirmation that the national security state's number one priority was not only was not only collecting uh, or not only uh, con- trying to control the outcome of everything from elections to everyday conversations. I mean, that, that's the big thing here when you talk about social media and what people, what citizens, what taxpayers are allowed to talk about with each other. So we've seen that the national security state number one priority is controlling outcome of, of elections to outcome of conversation. And that we even got we even got confirmation from uh from Tucker Carlson, again, from one of his own sources on the inside, that the same national security state that's running all of this stuff in its earlier generations was a key part in murdering an American president. (laughs) All of that is going- That little
1: little tidbit, don't worry. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I mean, this this is this is what has been handed to everybody on a platter in just the last week and almost like what you and I were talking about last summer with all the UFO disclosures. If this was 1997, the world would stop spinning. Yep. The fact that there is there is there is even there's people ignoring this or trying to explain it away is 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 shocking. The fact that at the same time that all this is coming out, Corinne Jean-Pierre is up there saying that January 6th. Is the worst thing that has happened to this country since the civil war i
1: know i know i know oh wake me up it's um it's 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 very and again it's the week before like like you just said let's think about this for a second um a a major um a major journalist one of the most popular in the country i would argue and tucker carlson came out and said that the CIA was responsible for the murder and assassination of a United States president and the media is writing pieces about Taylor Lorenz being suspended from Twitter. (laughs) What in the hell is going
0: on? Well, if if the media was controlled by that very same national security apparatus, wouldn't you be writing about Taylor Lorenz while everybody else is... Is it pointing? Uh, is it shining the limelight on you?
1: Unbelievable, man. And so there was another Twitter release yesterday. It was more of a Department of Defense Twitter release, how the DOD is working with Twitter to give its accounts priority to be able to spread propaganda. Now, I originally was like, all right, well, obviously PSYOPs propaganda go on overseas all the time. That's what we do as a country. Like we go over there and we lie to everybody to try and get our way, right? then i was like but they were doing it to us too (laughs) like trying to convince us about the ghost of kiev that fake ass and they're uh, honestly like so they're back and forth i had they have the details of all the accounts here um lists of accounts that they should take action on Cle- they were actually in the other twitter files talking about giving security clearances to people at twitter frank so that they could go back and forth with infra- this is not surprising to me but it's still i can't believe we're seeing it in black and white like we can say it all we want to see it in black and white mm-mm, that's something else I... yeah something else and it. then and then to see Adam Schiff, Ted Lieu, all these Democrat congressmen that are supposed to be on oversight of this stuff, defending it, defending it and slamming the transparency like Adam Schiff. Elon Elon Musk asks Adam Schiff, as outgoing chair of House Intelligence, did you approve hidden state censorship and direct violation of the Constitution of the United States? And he was in the emails. Chairman Schiff has sent us an email saying, good job. Oh my! He's the same guy who told us the story about Ukraine six times differently.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and and did you see? I don't. It was like a. I mean, it was a longer interview, but there was a really key minute long clip of 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 uh, Schiff talking about this stuff. I forgot who was interviewing him.
1: Don't mind the sign. I don't know.
0: It, it, it's just it's just incredible to hear again these people calling for what amounts to censorship in the middle of all of these disclosures, you know, all these, uh, all of it, these, the, the disclosures on the, on, on the end of, of Twitter, at least uh, it, it's incredible that, that they're, that they're talking about, um, we, we need some, you know, I, I really need to go find that now. Hold on. Adam Schiff.
1: Well, just you find that. Well, I'll tell you yeah. how Adam Schiff responded. He said, I don't support censorship or hate speech as the, outgoing CEO of Twitter. How about you? Why not do more to stop slurs against black people, LGBTQ plus people, Jewish people, and others? Do you commit to providing the public with actual answers and data, not just tweets? He didn't even respond to the question. Here's a serious question about whether or not there was state censorship approved by the chairman of the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence about the American people, and he comes back with social justice warrior bullshit?
0: I will not stop until the internet is scrubbed of every last slur against a black person i will not stop what a ridiculous standard to and and to be able to to shift away from the actual question to talk about what are you going to do to take slurs for x amount of protected groups off of your platform. What about what, what about talking? how much
1: pedophilia he's removed from the platform shift? Or do you not like that? Aren't you friends with what's his name? What's his name? Mr. Buck. Mr. Ed Buck. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. No. Instead, instead, they want you. They want you jumping through hoops of fire to make sure that there are no nobody on the internet, no human beings on the internet, a largely anonymous uh, anonymous space, <laughs> ever says anything unsightly again. Well, I mean, so then what you're pretty much saying is we need to remove people by and large from the internet. That of course does not matter in reality because Democrats are the most racist, exclu- exclusionary people that you'll ever meet uh, in in practice and otherwise. But the real thing here is when you talk about, um, when you talk about the 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 sidestepping of, oh shit, now where, where do I go with that? Damn.
1: Oh, the sidestepping we right of... Uh,
0: w- we were right on it.
1: Damn it. Come on, Frank. You had it. You had it, Frank. Bring it back. I had it by the tail. Because I'm going to Ukraine after this, so... I want
0: to strangle him. He did this to me. Adam Schiff did this to me. <laughs> I want to strangle him.
1: <laughs> what was it in regards uh, to? His waffling on the answering of the question?
0: Yeah. The Oh, oh okay. Because what, what, what does... What does that mean? That, res- that first response even mean? I'm not for censorship, but I'm not for hate speech. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, it, it, that is the, the, the stereotypical liberal so-called liberal response where oh no everybody can talk but if if you're not talking about things that align with my world view it's probably hateful and we need to take this
1: seriously
0: (laughs) i mean it's it's all there if you know how to listen to that if you know what they're actually saying because they can't they can't just come out with it it's all there for you in one sentence
1: i just i some of it I, I don't know I'm just I'm just hit, I'm living for it right now I really am I will consume it all and regurgitate it and find the things that are missing and you will keep making making absurd you know points of the absurd for everybody um, by the way if you didn't know Frank has a show every every night at 7pm quite quitefrankly.tv go and check it out um, oh thanks you're welcome hey I did a poll yesterday Frank uh, it's crazy this omnibus bill which includes a ton of election stuff in it about the Electoral College and all kinds of other stuff. I'm waiting for the Rand Paul Festivus for the rest of us uh, spending sort of nonsense thing he does every Christmas Festivus because it's always so ridiculous. Like we're training cockroaches how to run on treadmills for $60 billion a year, whatever. But this omnibus bill is a problem for a lot of reasons. It's the word omnibus should never be in front of a spending bill ever there's one positive thing i found in the entire damn thing one well there's two i think the mandates go away in it the vaccine mandates and there's one other thing but it also we have Zelensky taking his little twit hiney over to dc today to plead with congress for more billions of dollars of our hard-earned tax dollars and mitch mcconnell saying that everybody wants to send them right this is absurd at this point um and i would like to go
0: on, i would like to go on record and say i don't care about ukraine in the last in the least bit i don't care about ukraine i don't care about ukraine i don't care about germany i don't care about israel i don't care about zimbabwe i don't care i don't want nothing the, the money that was going that's i read dan Bish, bishop's um thread thread on this because like you said Rand paul has not released his it's It is sickening to think about the the, the corners that people in this very audience are cutting financially in their own lives to get by, to make sure that they can provide some kind of a nice, warm Christmas for their friends and family. Uh, You know, the the corners that people are cutting to get by while we are giving millions and billions and trillions
1: of of money being printed out of thin air. Don't be twisted. It's not real money. uh,
0: it's not. Yeah, it's not really. Ta- I mean, we, our taxes, well, th- our taxes, our income is stolen. They call it a tax and then they pay the interest on all this stuff. What's really happening is that they're pledging our great grandchildren who have not been born yet as collateral for the scheming that's going on. And because the, the, the system is almost completely out of tricks in its bag. Um, they're getting ready to bring us into new digital spheres where they can start all over again and make this up as they go along. And and, and that time we won't even have the privacy of cash as an option.
1: Yeah. Unless people just use it anyway. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, um, I did a poll for everybody. How many of you want the United States to continue writing blank checks to Ukraine? And I said, it's for everybody. And I, it's not a scientific poll, obviously. Sixteen thousand one hundred eighty-four people voted so far. This is pretty weird. Ninety—not weird, but ninety-seven point nine percent say stop audit what we sent already. Stop and audit what we sent. Ninety-seven point nine percent. That's a lot. That means basically everyone is in disagreement with this. Someone said they wanted a third option: continue, but uh, and continue sending money. Audit what we sent. Investigate what happened to the cash liquid money in SBF and FTX.
0: Why would you continue sending money when you know at least a few billion, at least a few billion went through, uh, went through Ukraine, FTX, back into the country to go into that ridiculous, that ridiculous job, that op that was the midterms. (sighs) Why would you? why would you even if you are all for the ukrainian cause when you've seen even that going on why wouldn't you say we've already given you blood we don't have we have effectively drawn blood from a stone for this ridiculous engagement out there in eastern europe but now that we have seen that there is obvious laundering at a massive scale going on here uh let's at least stop until we figure out what's going on the old donald trump line
1: 5,000-something pages, I believe it is. Um, I think it was um, Rising Serpent who said yesterday they can, I don't want to, wait a second. There was just something else that came out of it. Robert Malone, $335 million to prepare for an influenza pandemic, including the use of surveillance tools. Oh. This bill is 4,700 pages long. They got it a day before they're supposed to vote on it. And, and Rising Serpent, I think it was, said, oh, so Pfizer only has to release 500 pages a month, but we're supposed to consume 4,200 something pages of omnibus bill in less than 24 hours to vote on it? Rand Paul had it on his, he printed it out. He had it on his desk. I didn't do that. Here it is. Look at it. Do you see it? Hold on. Here it is. That's it. That's your That's your future, your kid's future, your grand what? So Democrats. Don't do that to me. Control. I didn't tell you to do that, Tucker. Who are you? That's your kid's future on that desk right there. They yeah. just take last year's, recycle it into this year's and add whatever it is that they want. Like I said, the only good thing I saw was this uh no. Haggardine Mansion proposed $10,000 threshold for Venmo PayPal tax reporting change instead of $600 the way they had it. So now you can make up to 10 grand on PayPal and Venmo before you have to report it to the gov- government instead of $600, which basically is a little bit of a bone for independent contractors, but with the rest of the shit going on, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Another no, timestamp today, 52. 52- yeah.
0: And i'm telling you any person who votes i said this i said this yesterday too any person who votes in the affirmative for this so-called omnibus package or any uh any other one like this mm. in congress regardless of party affiliation as they walk out of the chamber from voting they should be arrested one by one
1: the american people arrested. for the most arrested. part agree with all this frank my, no, for, for, the, for the, the most for the
0: for the most part that turkey gobbler bastard uh mitch mcconnell Somebody what is wrong again there's Kentucky what is wrong with you I I am so jealous of states who have a majority that can do literally anything you guys can elect the next Patrick Henry if you wanted and you was a major threat
1: Sorry sorry I just Yeah
0: you to. send that 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 frog man with the 15 chins <laughs> What the hell
1: is wrong with you Do you want to do you want to play it Here's this clip I was queuing it up while you were talking
0: Making sure the defense department can deal <clears throat> with the major threats coming from Russia and China providing assistance for the Ukrainians to defeat the Russians that's the number one priority for the United States what you see and, and, and the fact that the fact that there are and I feel so bad for for those those losers out there and we know many of them well, I'm a I'm a staunch Democrat. Oh, and they they play the WWE game where Mitch McConnell is some evil guy. He's you. Yep. You he's it's I mean, all the you same. It's,
1: it's he, all the same. I mean, he's
0: you. There's no difference. What do you what, are you listening to this freak? What's the difference?
1: He's not saying anything different than what Democrats are saying. That's for damn sure.
0: Oh, there's a big difference there's a big difference because they have moved the 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 only thing this is this is the reason why they had to probably aside from the fact that they are trying to dismantle humanity itself and and depopulate humanity that's why that we're going into new levels of this trans craziness and and uh sterilization programs and everything else that's going on here it's the only thing that in a nominal sense separates republicans and democrats they try, they, they create these um, these these dividers of insane, insane social issues, because if you wipe that away, you would realize that there is nothing separating these two, that you are always, always progressing the cause of the company, no they, matter what. They don't and even... Mitch McConnell is a, is a disgusting bug man.
1: They don't even know where the money they've already sent over there is gone. They have no idea where the weapons they've given is gone. They could be in the hands of the Chinese or the Russians or the. Or they, they don't. They have. They have no idea, nor do they care. This the Ukraine is the devil's playground for corruption. We've talked about it on the show a hundred thousand times, and we did a whole episode on it when you were on break, that time, on what's really going on in Ukraine, how it all tied back to Spygate and and earlier, how it's just where the the world's, richest billionaire losers go to launder their money and get rich and hide things. It's Ukraine. If Ukraine falls, quote, they all are going under. That's why there's this ridiculous massive push. But the United States is very vested in Ukraine, which is why we've sent twice as much money than the rest of the world combined there. It's weird. Um, You want to quickly, by the end here, make the conservative case for Kevin McCarthy? (laughs) If you could see my face, <laughs> Steve Cortez. I listen. Th- I made this point on Twitter the other day, and everybody freaked out. Somebody said Desantis is trying to split the base, and I said the establishment is trying. The establishment is trying to split the base. It's not Desantis trying to split the base. I, I don't remember exactly how I, I put it, but everybody attacked me as I was anti-Trump or something like that. Like. We need to stop that first of all, because we have to have serious discussions about things. But number two, everybody attacked Desantis. Why was it again? Because he support he was working with Kevin McCarthy behind the scenes, wasn't that the reason?
0: That uh, Paul, the, the Paul Ryan, that his name started popping up again. It, it was just you know the, the 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 upper echelon of the the GOP mainstream.
1: Okay, so he was working with Kevin McCarthy, Paul Ryan, all these guys, these neoconservatives or rhinos or whatever you're gonna call them. I don't think McCarthy's a neoconservative, that's bad. Maybe he is. But then Trump comes out and endorses McCarthy for Speaker of the House. Whatever the reason for that is, is, I don't know. All I said was, if you're gonna hate DeSantis for this, for colluding with him, then do you also have a problem with Trump endorsing him? If not, we have to we have to unpack that because I don't I don't make it make sense for me somehow. That doesn't mean that I'm all of a sudden on Team DeSantis, backing him for president. Oh, what what is wrong with people? What is wrong with people? Somebody said, oh yeah, go say that on Truth Social. I'm like, only if you bring your pitchfork and burning fricking torch with you and, and your mob. <laughs> Why can't we have a yeah. conversation about this stuff? What what is... what, what what the
0: uh, what what the controllers what the puppet masters are doing, especially on the GOP side of things? We should just start calling them the GOP, because it sounds a lot more sounds a lot more than GOP the, the GOP. grand old grand old party. Yeah, no, okay, it's, it's called the, the
1: oligarch party now. I saw someone say the grand oligarch the, party.
0: Yeah, it's the gop. uh, What they're doing is, if you ever ever hung out by a craps table or a roulette table or anything like that, and you watch people splitting all their bets. Yeah. A little bit here, a little bit there. You're playing things against each other. You're not going all in on one thing. I mean, obviously, the the object of the games are different. But still, it's it's what we're doing here. They're creating a sufficient amount of chaos and discord among people who were... We're really on the same page, and a pretty powerful duo. When you talk about Trump, DeSantis, especially since Trump is a citizen of Florida, so I mean, all all that, it, it like, Florida was known as like Trump company. It was Trump country. It was like paradise for people who were seeking some kind of a respite from what the rest of the country was going through. And now all of a sudden, they're just trying to cause discord in places where there was only unity. And, um, and 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 I don't know. It, I said it's been, you're
1: you're eating out of their hands. You're just basically feeding yeah, out th- of the trough.
0: I would just stop. I would just stop paying attention to all of it. I really would. So and I it w- it makes no sense. It makes no sense that 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 uh, Desantis would would throw his hat into the 2024 arena when he will still have two more years left as governor. I'm not he even should not,
1: thinking about 2024 right now, Frank.
0: No, but he shouldn't sell. He shouldn't sell those people of that state short he shouldn't do it
1: uh, well I don't that doesn't even I don't even think that needs to be a discussion right now whatever he's a ter- he's going to do or not going to do it's too early we used right. to have at least six to seven months to like get settled in get some bills passed do some stuff then people start announcing for president, not before the midterms were over. Now, granted, there are strategic reasons for doing it. I'm not saying it's wrong, but it doesn't mean it has to be the new normal. This kind of stuff is not what usually happens. And it, it it's it's um, exhausting for people, constant campaigning all the time, constant elections all the time. No time to like sort out what the actual problems that we need to work on are. hold people accountable to those things. It's just—it's all too fast. Everybody needs to calm down, and um, I don't think that Kevin McCarthy will be a good speaker. Whether the, the, we must do it or something else will happen doesn't change my opinion of him. Um, Andy I, Biggs would be I have, better.
0: I have to tell you something.
1: Okay, and then we. Have I, to just a, I just got
0: it. I just got I just got a text message from Lauren. Uh oh. Hi Aurora, they're upstairs watching us on on television, and she says every time Tracy says Desantis, Aurora goes over. Uh, to the door where all of her we have we have all of the we have the uh, our our stockings up and the one of the stockings looks like Santa Claus
1: Aww.
0: so every time you say DeSantis Aurora goes over and says Santa right there oh
1: my gosh I love you Aurora
0: she's trying to tell you that Santa's right over there. Santa. Aurora. yeah we know we know Santa's right there I'm gonna go I'm gonna come up and say hello soon
1: He's gonna come up now because we're 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 gonna end anyway because I have so much to do before. We're streaming the Carry Lake um the Carry Lake hearing today. It'll be me and Adam Carter on this channel right here. You'll find the link on all my social media. Frank has a show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7 p.m. on Quite Frankly TV. Who you got Monday today?
0: Monday I'm sorry Friday. Monday through
1: Friday every day I, my apologies I'm sorry <laughs> I gave you two days off you don't get I don't know
0: I know I know I wish actually I, I can use a few uh, just to do nothing and just lie in stasis
1: you have uh, Chris uh, Ann Hall tonight
0: Chris Ann Hall tonight we're, do, we're doing oh uh, night it's a tradition all my Christmas traditions are coming out the next couple of days Fantastic. Um, John Paul Rice is on tomorrow we're doing a Frank Capper night and then my family's in on Friday night
1: All right. So the Friday night show will be good for sure. (laughs) For sure. Definitely always fun. Um, You guys have been listening to the Dark to Light podcast with
0: Frankie Val on the drums and
1: Beans. You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and on RadioInfluence.com. And every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern time, we stream live on Rumble and on Getter. We'll be back on Friday to break down all the crazy again, Frank.
0: Later.